0: All right, y'all, once again, we back in the building with another episode of Check the Credits Podcast. Check the Credit Podcast is where we pay homage, salute, and show respect to some people who do some amazing things behind the scenes that sometimes you guys don't get to know who they are, especially in today's climate where you can't technically check the credits a lot. You know what I mean? So um, we got a, we an a amazing guest on here today, man. Um, Right now we're dealing with somebody who's worked with the likes of Ariana Grande, J Lo, uh, Coyle Ray, Eric Bellinger, Young Jock. Um, and we took a little spinning time. We got we got a songwriter, artist on here today. We got a writer, songwriter, artist today. You know what I mean? Um Billboard award winner, VMA award winner, uh certified gold uh writer you know what i mean not not, not like the bogito plex y'all out here getting with your names you're just throwing your names on stuff bro you know what i mean this is certified r-i-a-a certified today me? none other in the building we got my boy big a prada what's yeah. going on my brother what's good what's good chop hey man we in the building we doing what we do you know what i mean good to have you in here man appreciate you for for joining us brother Man, i appreciate you having me for sure Oh, most definite, bro. Like, like I said, um, we always start off naming some of the artists or producers, and things that you work with. But um, we want you to tap into giving us some of the names of the records. You know, what I mean, the the titles of some of these joints that you wrote on. All
1: right. So my biggest one to date is the Jennifer Lopez, the Narrow record, featuring Cardi B and DJ Khaled. That's the biggest one I got out right now. Um. My first my first credited song was Gorilla Zoe. I got it.
0: Okay. On a, okay. Uh, Gorilla
1: believe, Zoe. Shout out Gorilla Zoe. Shout out Zoe that's my boy. That's my dog. Um that's my first one. Man, I ain't gonna lie, that album, I wrote a lot of the, I wrote on a lot of the songs. A lot of them, but at that time I was just getting my foot in the door, so I didn't get credit for it. Uh, hey, you I gotta
0: pay your dues. You paid your dues. That's you know what I'm what
1: saying? Pay my dues. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: All right. So, all but,
1: right. um, but, um, and then I did, uh, the Cali record, uh, You on You,
0: featuring Oh, yeah, them
1: yeah. Okay. Okay. Cali, uh, You on You, two on, uh, LaKia. I forget what project it was, but, uh, I did two on that project as well. Uh, just the hooks. Kia, Kia don't, Kia don't play. She, she get down with them bars, but, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes artists be needing a little help on the hook side, because, you know what I'm saying? They ain't got. That's
0: what it is. You
1: know what I'm saying? You got, that hook got a hit. You know what I'm saying? that's
0: That's a fact. That's a so, fact. You know what I'm
1: saying? Sometimes artists artists do write their own stuff, but sometimes the hook, you know what I'm saying? A catchy hook is a catchy hook. It's not about it's not about, oh, you gotta discredit somebody because they got help on the hook. Nah, man. A
0: catchphrase yeah. is a catchphrase. That's what it is, man. You're making songs, right? That's what it is. You gotta make a complete song. There you go.
1: As the people say in the industry, records. Making records.
0: Facts, facts, bro. Also, um, a friend of the of the podcast, you know what I'm saying? An alumni has been on here, my boy Focus. Oh, yeah. Um, I see you work with, with the great legendary producer Focus. Cheese Beats. Yeah. Okay. Okay, definitely. I see, I see that. So um we, we going first of all, where you from? Let the people know where you're from.
1: Panamanian blood, but I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, okay.
0: College Park okay. to be exact. Oh, okay, so he grew here, he <laughs> flew here. You know as <laughs> they say, right? So so you from here. Okay, from the trenches. We born, came in, born and raised. Yeah. Okay, we came and bombarded on your turf. My you bad. Say, my apologies. Say. My apologies, my brother. Um dope, dope, dope. Um, and so if you if you can't like what I know again, I know you, so I know you're an artist as well, but um what what kind of puts you in the mindset like, hey, I'm I'm a right for some people? Where, where did that come about?
1: Yeah, I'm an artist first songwriter second engineer third but I, um just really engineering got me into songwriting honestly i was i was the head engineer at block ent when i was a teenager you okay. know i was the lead engineer up there and um and just being being in the studio with artists you know artists at that time they was doing the whole i ain't writing nothing down i'm just going <laughs> in the booth and freestyling yeah, you know, it's yeah. that line by line. But my mind worked quicker than the average man whenever we in the studio. So I'm lending lines and they taking the lines because what I'm saying is hard. Yeah. So, so they taking the line. So whenever they take the line, that's, a, that's, that's me. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Got me into it for real. And then it just started becoming a habit to where – Everybody around the studio started hearing like, oh big boy hard. You know what I'm saying? Big <laughs> bro, hard. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my dog Tomcat. That's who pulled me in. I was a Oh, okay. I was
0: Tomcat there.
1: I was an intern up there. And Block, Block was real big on the interns having to do street team work and go hang up posters and I, I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna lie to <laughs> you. I'm not doing it. Sorry, Block, okay. not doing it. So but Tomcat used to be like, Man, fuck all that. Just come in the studio with me. You know what I'm saying? So I went in the studio with Tom and, and, and then started started working while he was in there. He might walk out the room and then just be gone for hours, but I would just be in there working with the artists, and I built a rapport with all the artists. And the first artist up there that had everybody like, oh, Big Boy Hard is Big Gee. Big Gee, one of the hardest. Big G is one of the hardest.
0: Boys in the hood.
1: I ever met in my life. <laughs> I'm talking about Edgewood. I'm talking about Hey man, my boy is so hard. I, I wish I, I wish he was still rapping, but um word, word. but he the first one that had people like, boy, he hard. You gotta start start booking me with him. And then gotcha. that's how more or less everything started happening. But yeah, man, just that's how I got into writing though. That's how I got my first placements. Okay, that's dope. That's
0: real yeah. dope. I I that's something I didn't even know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Okay, so um um because you started out in that era of being in the studio with the artists, I always ask this question, which do you prefer? Do you like being in the studio with the artists, getting the ideas and knowing what they want you to write about and concepts, or just going in the studio, banging out a bunch of records and emailing them off? And, Man, you know, I love sticks? being
1: in the studio with the artists. Like, I love building a rapport. I'm going to tell you, anytime I'm writing a song for artists, I sit down and do homework with them. Like I damn near mm-hmm. interview them. And then we, we, put that, we put that situation into a record. You know what I'm saying? And, and 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 that's and those be the ones that stick because now they're talking about something they actually been through. Whenever you just writing for an artist and sending it to them, you just got to guess and think um <laughs> maybe they'll say this. Uh maybe they'll say that. You know what I'm saying? And that's the weakest shit ever for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I, I Part of my personally, by the way. No, nah, you good. you good. I, I personally prefer the same thing. I want to be in the studio. I want to sure. create the an atmosphere and the vibe and know what's what. And and also, you got a better chance of, of those records landing and sticking and staying. Man, let me tell you, you something,
1: man. I don't meet And you know Alexis, Renee.
0: <laughs> yes. Man, yes, sir.
1: We done so many records that yeah. we just... And that be the thing, bro. You're wasting your creativity to fall on deaf ears and to fall in deaf hands because... They don't give a damn. They're not going to listen to it. These artists are getting over 1,000 songs submitted to them. Yeah. You better believe only 14 of them get heard <laughs> out of 1,000.
0: Yeah, no, that's no, a it's fact.
1: It's not one A&R out here yeah. that listens to all 5,000 songs that get submitted for an artist. It's not one out here. Not no. one. I can't stand it. I ignore A&Rs a lot of times when they hit my <laughs> phone like, yo, you in town? If it's for a camp, I'm not. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, if the artist ain't there, bro, I don't really care to be there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's why I love the situation I got with my publishing team that I'm signed to now.
0: Okay. Okay. Who, who's that? Let everybody know who that is. I'm signed to Champagne Therapy Music Group and Pulse, Pulse Publishing. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, shout man.
0: out Shout out, Tommy Brown. That's what's up. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah, we, my we, brother. We, we, Okay, we, we need him on here too. He got a lot of credits that we need. The people need to know about him too, as well. He's another dope producer under the radar.
1: I'll make that happen for you. You know, Tommy Brown was he was um voted the number one producer in the world at a point in time. Exactly. And then Mr. Exactly. Franks, who was also signed to Champagne Therapy, yeah, he was voted number two producer dope. in the world.
0: Dope. So, you, so you're sitting and standing next to some legendary and some extremely talented people, bro. You're only you're only going to go up from there. There's exactly. no, nowhere else to go but up, bro. No, um, that's a real and, thing. And so what is your, what is your, uh, I know also See, so you, you work with Coil Ray. Yeah. What, what is that like for the people out there right now? Because Coyle Ray is on fire right now. What, fire. First of all, how did that happen? And what's that like?
1: Tommy Brown. Being okay. On you, and you know Tommy, he deal with a lot of pop music. Yes, but sir. When it come to that rap, he gonna hit Big A. He gonna hit Big A. he's gonna hit <laughs> Skies. He gonna hit my boy Cortland. He gonna hit Bay. He gonna hit us. Like, hey, we got some rap stuff going on. You got to, you got to push up and be a part of this. So, what happened was we was over there one day, and then we saw this guy come through the house, and we didn't know who it was. Come to find out that it was the boy Saint. So, boom. Okay. So, we see him go into the room and chop it up with uh with, with Tommy. And then, all of a sudden, Tommy come back in after he leaves. Like, hey, we got Koi coming. I don't know exactly what date, but she coming. I need y'all in there with her. Me, Taylor Hill, and, and Skeezalio. We was in there with uh Koi. And it's it's high energy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of honesty. It's a okay. lot of realness going on in okay. the room when we working with Koi. It ain't no, you can't be soft in the room with Koi. You know what I'm saying? Like. you can't be soft in any room but you know what i'm saying with koi she gonna be as blunt with you as you are with her you know what i'm saying and i ain't never been one to hold my
0: time dope um and i I know you know obviously if you wrote for j-lo and ariana grande that means you're not just a rapper writing rap songs bro that means you're writing some r&b and pop records bro how how what's that transition like for you being from the atl college park to be exact we're coming up in the studio with, with uh Gorilla zoe and all of yeah. biggie. where's the transition how, how that happened
1: what happened was uh i always been all around music and i love r&b music you know what i'm saying so
0: um i used to listen
1: to a lot of ll and shit too like and fabulous and people that was dropping girl songs like that's always yeah. been my thing like because I always felt like that's what's gonna get you on that billboard as a man. That's I exact. mixed that 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 hip hop and R and B a lot in my music. You know what I'm saying? So boom. So it really wasn't a big transition for me. It was just being in a room with the right people. Like I don't have good melodies like that. Okay. I work with Taylor Hill close a lot, which is a is a legend in the making that you will find about find out about soon. And um so whenever we was working, he would have the melodies and I would have the words and I would work with my boy Darius Coleman, you know, Mr. Parker. And we would just okay. create, 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 Cortland, Jabray. We just, we go crazy. So
0: that was it, though. It's
1: not, it ain't hard for me because love is real. So, and I know how to talk about it. So that's all that matter
0: to me. There you go. There you go. And I mean, so what are some of the uh, producers that you work with, too? I know you, obviously, if you're doing these records. And you're working with this level of artists, so like you gotta be working with similar levels of producers as well.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so of course, like I said, Tommy Brown, of course, Mr. Franks, Mr. Parker, Taylor Hill is also a producer. I'm working with Mob, I'm working with I'm working, these are everybody shine signing the champagne therapy that, but it's the most amazing team of producers you wanna be involved. Okay. But um, but outside of that, in Atlanta, I'm working with cheese Beats, I'm working okay with Sneed, my boy sneed that my go-to. yes, indeed. That yes dude, sneed. Sneed, sneed, that need to be his name yes indeed, indeed. <laughs> okay You know what i'm saying because that's my go-to sneed sneed don't miss to me you know what Got i'm saying you. like and i'm big i'm big on working i'm big on working uh with youtube producers bro as many people talk down on that i'm big on working with YouTube producers because i'm a, i'm gonna reach out to the producer
0: personally and create there a you rapport go. and start you you know saying?
1: getting the beats that ain't on YouTube. So like Jabari, uh Dutchy. Um
0: that's a fact. That's a fact. But that's the do do your due diligence. Build a rapport. This is this is something important to let people know and teach people. It's nothing wrong with getting beats off beat stars in YouTube. Just do the right thing by the producers and anybody collaborating, getting the credits, and getting everything ironed out from an administrative standpoint. So you can make money. This is a business. So we can make money and keep growing and help, you know, building other careers as well, bro. So that's that's dope that you mentioned that you make a you build a rapport with them. You don't know, just grab beats off YouTube and it's over. You know what I mean? And uh so I got another question because um, I'm starting a new campaign. I'm getting the shirts. We about to we about to get a street team with this. We going with the no hard drive music, bro. All right. And what that basically means is uh and, and we had we had a we had a, a encounter of this. I went to the studio over there with you, and you played me records. This was probably a year and a half ago. This nigga played me record upon record upon record with features, with this, with that, and they all sitting on your hard drive. I need, I need the, I need that music out here. It's, it's, it's this is something that is plaguing the industry. It's a lot of dope music sitting on people's hard drives, and niggas having aux battles, and we in studios playing it off each other's phone. What's going on? We need to put this music out in the marketplace, bro. What's going on? That's that we now we getting into Big A Prado, the artist. What's going on? What what we doing? I'm so guilty of hoarding music, good music,
1: because I feel like my reach not long enough to where that song got potential to reach. And, and I'm gonna tell you, man, as an artist, bro, the biggest, the biggest thing that we face as artists are knowing the right people to hire, knowing the right connections to have to be able to create that mustard seed to a mustard tree. If, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's a real thing, bro, because if, if you put an alligator in a small enough pond, it won't grow bigger than the pond. Put an alligator in the bigger waters, it, it'll grow to a monster. And we and we we working with small ponds out here as artists because we're not able to to get on playlists. We're not able to, you know what I'm saying, reach reach thousands of people at a time because it's, it's damn near impossible if you don't know the right people to do it. And so many people doing fake stuff nine days that
0: you don't know mm-hmm. what's real. My answer to that, and I will always say, in this day and time, now maybe 10, 15 years ago, even five years ago, I probably said and agree with you 100%. But we're in the era of the internet. The era of the internet disputes all of that because none of that really matters. It doesn't take thousands, hundreds, millions. It takes the one person to share with another person to get it in front of the right person to take it there. And because the constant grind and the consistency that we have with you know working behind the scenes and doing stuff and knowing who we do know, I mean you could have a rec- you could just walk in a room. I mean you could be playing a song that you got on Spotify. Koyla Ray walks in a room and goes live and says, "Oh, this you, Big A, boom boom." And then that record becomes a hit record. So I agree, yes, there is marketing this, but and and there is a, a a setup into how things go. But we in a different day and age, man. So I don't I want to send this out to everybody to know. Do not get in your own way. Do not feel like, hey, I don't have this, I don't have these millions of dollars, I don't have this marketing team, I don't have... All you have to do at this day and age, in this day and age, is be consistent, put the music out. It's going to land in front of who it needs to land in front of. And nothing's old. It's only old to the person who's never heard it. I mean, to the person who's heard it. that, That already heard it. And obviously, if it's sitting on somebody's hard drive, or it's on... Uh, Spotify and Apple Music got less than a (laughs) 1,000 views or streams or plays. That means nobody's heard it. So nothing's old anymore unless you predate yourself and name current events and stuff in the song. So put the music out. And when I say put it out, don't get me wrong. A lot of y'all are trash. So don't (laughs) don't put your trash out. You leave that for the garbage man. Put it, if the music is good unanimously <laughs> amongst people that you plan playing it for when you're having your hard drive battles and uh, your auxiliary battles, and you know that I got something, put that music out, man, and just consistently keep dropping, bro. So hey, That's my thing. Again.
1: I'm dropping the song a month right now, man.
0: Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm right with you. Whatever you drop, I'm on it. You already know that, man. I'm I'm definitely a fan of the writing. I'm a fan of the creation, of your music, your artistry, everything, bro. So you got my support. Versus- okay. thanks, thanks. I need a chop joint. Oh, yeah, we, we going in. We, we doing something similar. Shop Diesel is back in the lab. We working on the beats. We dropping songs every month. We're going to try to get it to every two weeks, but right now we doing one a month, and we just dropping songs, visuals, and content. And a shameless plug, we got a joint coming out with Alexis Renee, one at a time, produced by yours truly. So that'll be out here by the time this drop. You know what I mean? Um, And that's what it is. But um, on another note, As a songwriter, we need to, you know, we got up and coming songwriters trying to get into it Uh, on that, just on that side. um, Can you explain to people the kind of the process? Because a lot of people don't understand and how that really works being a songwriter. How do you get paid? And, you know, whether advances, publishing royalties, like, can you kind of give us a little insight on people that's trying to become a songwriter?
1: Best way to get paid good money in songwriting is building leverage. Don't take a pub deal too soon. Make sure you you can stall out. You know what I'm saying? Um, but um, everything starts with paperwork. You know what I'm saying? You got to know your paperwork. You got to understand, hey, man, if this many people is involved with the song, don't think that because you wrote 85% of the song, you're going to get <laughs> 85% of the song or 42.5%. Yeah. that they how this work, bro. You know what I'm saying? You're going to take a few blows, pause, in, in the beginning in order for you to get get your leverage up. But when your leverage is up, that's when you're going to start seeing them commas come at you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's yeah. what we're here for. We're here for them commas, my boy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like just 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 play humble. Do your humble thing because lack of humility will get you out of the game sooner than anything. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So just 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 just, just play your role. Understand? Boom. Okay. I'm a, I'm a guppy right now. You're a guppy right now, but you got you got shark, you got shark talent. You got killer whale talent. But at a point in time, that killer whale was a baby. So understand when you get in the song you're a baby at first. And then once you get your first placement, you understand it take a year, take a year after release mm-hmm. for you to get paid. It's not a. It's not a. because the producer got a a five thousand for the beat or a twenty five thousand for the beat that you that you got your hand out now, but it ain't how it worked. That's the hardest. You know what I'm saying? We right. we are we are the toilet seat to the music industry because they shit on. <laughs> you did what I'm saying because we get paid last, and, and and the and the songs that y'all jamming to wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for the songwriters. Right. Don't get me wrong, not to discredit no artists. That gets help from songwriters, not to discredit that, but we in them rooms because we have the talent to create a product that's going to sell like that Blue Magic.
0: That's a fact.
1: Dig what I'm saying? Or we have the talent to make sure that 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 album track list is complete when this song come on because it fits the project. Yes, sir. If it's a single, that's cool. If it's an album filler, that's cool. But that filler will still be some people's favorite song.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: But just understand everything takes time and takes patience when it comes to to, to to being a songwriter, man. You really have to understand and be patient and diligent and dedicated. If you ain't going to be dedicated to it, then you need not do it because you're going to get tired. You're going to get tired of it as soon as you go to four writing camps and, <laughs> not, and, and, you, and you go to four writing camps and you're there for four you there for 4 days say say it's a writing camp in town for let's just say like a, a artist like a uh Cardi B cuz they only do writing camps for big artists so it's mm-hmm. like you got to understand that that yo that your writing that you are doing for for this artist is is 10,000 other people doing it exactly. because in these writing camps it's 5 writers to a room 4 producers so you imagine if it's five rooms in that studio, that's fucking 45 people in
0: there trying to get on the record. And and that's at, that's just in one location. You got that going on in LA, Miami, you know what I mean? Simultaneously.
1: At the end of the day, you 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 battling, you battling in a in a in a cesspool of 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 talent. Yeah. Those in in these rooms cuz they not talented. They ain't in room cuz they talented. Right. You get what I'm saying? So boom. So um So, um, what was I getting at? So, so you go to a writing camp, and you have four days out the week, and you write probably forty songs. Let's just be dramatic and say forty songs. (laughs) Let's let's be minimal and say twenty songs because that's minimal. That's (laughs) five joints a a day. That's twenty songs in that one week. Then you're doing four more writing camps, so that's eighty songs. Out of them, eighty songs, bro. The A and R heard four of them.
0: Y'all hear this? Y- y'all hear this? Okay.
1: And it's not. And, and Chopper tell you it's not that. One
0: hundred percent. One hundred percent.
1: It's really how it goes, bro. And a there, you gotta you gotta feed yourself in some camps, depending on what kind of artist it is. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta you got transportation. Yep. If if you have a job, you gotta take off work. Yep. Engineer, I I gotta cancel sessions because I'm like, bro, I gotta go do this camp. Because you're going into every camp with faith that you're gonna get something that's gonna that's gonna make it.
0: Yeah, that's a fact. And also, the, the key to all of this that we, he's saying, you're not getting paid to do all of this. This is all out of your pocket and your expense to do this, right? And, Exactly. And so, and we're not saying this to discourage anybody. We just bring, letting you have a realistic expe- expectation of what actually goes on, because there's a lot of delusion that goes on when you're on the outside and not internally inside the within the music business and knows how, know how things work and run. So it's just giving you more information, not to scare you away from being a writer or participating in that, but just letting you have a real awakening of this is what it really is. So you have a better way to, you know, to, to go in and, and attack it, and find a strategy that works better for you. Like, you know, I don't necessarily um, <laughs> agree with the writing camp concept. I, I understand why they do it, you know, and, it, and it's great for the artists. Um, but for the writer, somebody coming up, the producer coming up, like you just said, the competition is already thick, period, to get on these albums and these records. So you have to just be smart if you're going to go about it. Like you said, you're in a, you're part of a collective that works with artists already. So you can bypass a lot of BS. You know what I mean? So that's another thing. Really try to figure out some strategies if you're going to go about it. But you need to know what, what you're facing to be able to figure out a strategy. And,
1: and, 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 leave, and leave your mark in every room, man, because yes, sir. I ain't going to lie as a writer. One of my biggest accomplishments was being able to write for the top tier writers because I'm that hard. Mm-hmm. Like they saying... Oh, this nigga hard. I need you to write me something.
0: Eric Bellinger. I was just about to say that. We he already uh,
1: he's already a big deal. He's yes. already a huge writer. Yeah, you know I'm facts. saying he facts. don't need no writer. But he heard me and said, "Oh, bro, hard <laughs>
0: <laughs> facts."
1: So that's one of that's one of the highlight moments in my writing so far.
0: I was just I was just getting ready to ask you what I asked this question to all my guests, man. What's your Best studio experience and what was your worst studio experience if you don't mind sharing? You don't have to name the names on the worst, because like we working, we acted, we trying to get <laughs> we trying to keep working. So I know you wanna throw nobody under the bus, but if you can, or if there has been a, a worse, a bad experience. Um, but your best your best and your worst. Two-part question.
1: I'ma go here. Now don't let the sad part of this part, don't let the sad part of this story detour the fact that, that that it was still a messed up experience because <laughs> it is it's a sad part in it because it was a writing camp mm-hmm. and this was the worst and I can say that the worst experience was when we in the studio writing jamming and it's and it was a female artist and we got smashes and the, and then the female artists come in the studio to listen to the songs and they just low energy and they phone. Not caring mm. about nothing, mm. just just there, right? And mm. then in the middle of me playing, of the, uh, uh, the engineer playing the music back, and in the and in the, in the CEO of the label being there to play the records for the for the artist, and the CEO into it like, why this is gonna go crazy? And then the artist in there like, you can tell she going through something because she she and her feelings or she upset about something, but she like, I gotta be at the studio because it' what I do. No doubt. But then in the middle of that happening, I get the news that my best friend passed away. Oh, I, mind you, I'm in California, and this is happening in Atlanta. So I'm right. in the studio, like, ready to snap on her. And <laughs> now I need to take my frustration out. Hey, out on somebody, yeah, yeah. But I'm just sitting there, and i okay. But, so that was the worst.
0: Okay, okay, yeah, I, I could see that.
1: <laughs> the best... Man,
0: can I think about the best? Well, one of the best. I mean, you're working with some great people, so I'm sure you got a lot of good moments and good times in the studio. So, I mean, one of you. One.
1: What's always the best for me? What's always the best is whens is when I'm in a room full of people that I believe are more talented than me in the songwriting field, and I'm the highlight of the room.
0: Mmm. Y'all hear that? Mm. You know what ah, I'm saying? Like that's yeah. always the
1: best feeling in the world because it's like because as as a human peer, you sleep on yourself more than anybody.
0: Yeah, second guess and question yourself. So,
1: exactly. You you want to know if you're worthy of doing certain things that you're doing, but you're doing them. So how are you not? Facts. It's a natural human mind.
0: Uh, you know what
1: I'm saying, but boom. So that that's I can say that's not always the best feeling.
0: Okay. Um, and so we, we 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 talk about the experiences. We talk about being in the studio. Um, and I know amongst producers, there's a lot of collaborating, songwriters as well. Um, how do you how do you feel about it? What's your, what's your stance on it as far as collab? I know not just collaborating with the artists, but when you look at a, a Kanye West record or certain records, and they got or uh, Nicki Minaj, and you see 17 writers and all that kind of. How do you, what's your take on that? How do you feel about that? My limit usually be five. Damn, you got a better limit than me, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> That's producers and writers,
0: yeah. Okay, okay, gotcha.
1: Saying so because it is a lot of collab, like my boy Cheese Beats, he 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 collab with my boy Go Grizz a lot, and Mario, yeah, yeah. like, And them folks, is, you know, and they make good records together, like they just did the yeah. Nicki Minaj Ruby Red joint, so yeah. boom. So, so I don't never mind that, but then on the writing side, I'd be like, bro, if I'm gonna be in a room with. Four other writers, You kind of don't invite me to the set. <laughs> I got
0: you. I got you.
1: Artists, because if you're writing for a big enough artist, they're gonna demand they're gonna want a piece. Yeah, they going demand. Yeah. They're gonna they demand, a, yeah. they gonna a, demand a certain percentage.
0: Yeah, that's a fact.
1: You know what I'm saying? I've had plenty of quarrels over over song percentages that I've gotten over songs that I know I wrote majority of. Mm-hmm. And I take it to the chin pause mm-hmm. because that's just type. I'm like, hey bro, let's get the record out, bro. Because again, I'm building leverage. I still need to build leverage. Like, even though to some what I've done is big, it ain't big to me because it ain't the biggest. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Facts. So boom. So uh I ain't I ain't opposed to collaborating because I be needing help. Gotcha. I be Got needing you. help on with the song writing. So I ain't opposed to it, but five is my limit.
0: Got you, got you. All right. Um. And so, what's like, what's your what's your method? Like, how do you, you know, as writers, you, you, I mean, even with producers, um, you know, we kind of pulling things out of nowhere sometimes. You gotta, like, what's your method with like writing a song? Like, how do you just sit down and you hear a beat, it makes you write something, or can you just write a song without no beat? Like, how how do you do go about it?
1: Both ways. If I hear if I hear a beat within ten seconds, of hear the beat. I'm gonna have something. If it, if it talked to me, uh, if I'm riding in the car with no music, I usually ride in the car with no music on. Yeah. I'm the same way. And I'll just think of stuff. And then once I think of stuff, I go straight to YouTube and look for (laughs) type of beat. Beat, Yep. That's it. That's it. But whenever I'm writing with an artist, I interview them. Like I said, I do an interview, talk to them, like what's going on in your life right now? What you feel like you want to speak about more in your music? type of situation and then we go
0: from there okay man i mean we i didn't dug into your business enough you know what i mean <laughs> so um, uh, man you if you want just let everybody know out there how they can reach out to you If they need you for writing services they need you for features they need you for anything music related how, how can they reach out to you
1: dm me i can email me i can follow me at big a prado b-i-g-a p-r-a-d-o you can email me at Big A Prado Music, B-I-G-A, P-R-A-D-O-M-U-S-I-C at gmail.com. Um, I'm always ready to talk, man. Just make sure you have a budget in place.
0: There you go. And 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 let them know what you got going on right now. What you doing?
1: I just got more music, more content, more everything. More of everything.
0: That's it for real.
1: I ain't got too much going on right now. Monster Truck by Gabby Sklar is out. Okay. Oh, I wrote on that. That's a pop joint. Um okay. she did a rap on it, I helped with the rap part. Um, but that's it, man. Every month look for a song for me on the 24th.
0: That's what it is, y'all. So we wrapping up another episode of Check the Credits Podcast. We want to thank my boy Big A Prado for stopping through and chopping it up with us and letting us know we got going on. And we need y'all to do one thing consistently. Do not forget to check the credits, y'all. We out. <laughs> check the credits. <laughs>